Do you like fantasy sports? If you're listening to this, we're sure you do. Are you ready for a new challenge this year? Dynasty Owner is the new way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an actual franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique and challenging experience that will test your skills as an owner and general manager. You will have complete control over your team's future. You can build through the draft, make trades, sign free agents, and manage your team's salary cap. Can you create a dynasty of champions? Sign up now at DynastyOwner.com and get started on building your dynasty. Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. We are kicking it two-thirds old school this week. I am that one-third that is not Russ, your host. We have John Bosch here who well technically he is also he's just school because he's old and new school but we have kevin catillo coming back filling in for kane because kane is just too good for us this week that's that's what he said he's like guys i'm free i just too good for you and we're like that checks out we'll get kevin because we know he's not <laughs> so welcome back, Kevin. Yay. <laughs> I am definitely not too good for you guys ever. So uh, it's great to be back as, as usual. Um, I like that I get the nod when you guys need a fill in here because uh, really I, I couldn't spend that much time with you doing it regularly, but it is nice oh, yeah. to do it every once in a while. So exactly. And you are like third, fourth on our list. So thanks for being that anchor where everyone else just says no, but we know you have nothing better to do. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get into it. We are doing our usual starting with quarterbacks and we do have a quarterback this week. And that's with me because I was feeling super lazy and I picked the obvious one. It's time we have to talk about Deshaun Watson. We have the answer. We know what's happening. To be fair, it seemed like the NFL knew exactly what was going to happen the entire time because so many things check boxes for this to just make too much sense. But we won't get into that. So value. Deshaun Watson comes in on the calculator at 45.5 points, an early and a late 23 first. So two 23 first, one early, one late, comes in at 47 points. Close enough. So the question is, do you believe enough in Deshaun Watson right now to send an early and a late 23 first? No. 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 Yeah, I thought I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was just going to like, nope. Okay, move on. But I I thought someone would have something to say about that, but clearly, no. Cool. I mean, I, look, I'll put it this way. Normally in a super flex league with two, you know, for a star, starting quarterback, I two firsts is, you know, almost, uh, you know, price to price of admission, right? Especially for one yeah. that has, has talent um, and weapons, but he just, he hasn't played in, it'll be going on, Two and a half full years before he, since he saw the field, right? Is that is that is my math accurate on that? Uh, I will just say yes because I don't know. He the was answer. out last year, out all of last year, and then was another eleven games. So I mean, I, I, calendar wise, yeah. I think. I mean, obviously it's a season plus, but yeah. uh, anyway, it's just a long time to not play football. He's on a new team, new scheme, new everything. Um, can't you know really get much of a practicing with his with his receiver i just 
nothing about this screams, yeah, I want to throw two firsts in a good draft class uh, at this guy. So He is going to be allowed to practice. I'm, I'm really curious how Cleveland plans to run their practices. <laughs> like, um, like, will he practice with the first team and then just not play? Or, like, do they still want Brissett to actually practice with the first team and try for the first 11 games of the year? Wait, just to be clear, he can practice during the regular season? I know he can during preseason. Oh, can he not during the regular I think, season? I think either? once the season starts, he's, he's, his suspension kicks in, but I could be oh, wrong. Oh, so that. it's just he just can't practice during the preseason? He oh. has been practicing. We can at least say that. Okay. Yes. Uh, I mean, not I'm, well, I'm just, from what I understand. Uh, yeah, I hear sending, that there's some rust on those joints. I'm not sending two firsts for him. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's I mean, step back a bit. What would you Would you send just one early first for him? Uh, I probably want to send a mid if I, 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 I don't want to send an early first. I don't pay up for quarterback in super flex leagues. Uh, I either get them in the draft before they cost a bunch of firsts or I just play with cheap quarterbacks. Cause it's not a terribly big difference. Um, you know, I, I like that. I got burrow in some drafts drafts where I missed him. I don't care. I'll just play like Kirk cousins or Tom Brady. Uh, I'll play a bunch of cheaper quarterbacks. I'm not paying two firsts for, for anybody. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't pay up for Josh Allen. I don't pay up for Patrick Mahomes. If I don't have them from their rookie draft or auction, then I'm, I'm not going to go out and pay that. I'd rather, I'd rather get a basic quarterback and spend those draft picks on wide receivers or running backs. How much more do you have to pay to get Josh Allen right now? Is it what I, I mean, like, I did, I'm, if I'm going to pay, I'd rather go for it. I mean, that's what I mean. Like you're not you, at that at two first, you're, you're talking, maybe you, you, you round it out a chucking a another 24 one. first to, to throw in. I mean, no, I think you probably have to do at least three 23 first to get Josh Allen right now. Three. And that's saying enough. probably way, you need to add some more on top. If I can like, make it happen. Also, like Justin Herbert. And it's probably closer to two plus than it is to three plus. Yeah. yeah. Like that doesn't save your team. If, if you're in the position where you have that many firsts, like one player is not going to make you a championship team. So I, I don't get, I understand hit rates and everything. And it does take thread in the needle to build through the draft, but that's why I just rather get like four or five draft picks and draft them all. And hopefully I get like two or three good players out of it instead of, consolidating all these picks and, and shots into one player that is one starting lineup spot where you can get the points from other players that are just older. That's the difference. They're older quarterbacks. Yeah, they're not they're They might not score as much, but a couple of points here and there, that's not the difference to me. So it's, it's just not worth it. I got offered, of course, this isn't a, I was, I'm in like a deep rebuild. I have four firsts, including, my pick, which is going to be early because my team is terrible because on purpose. And then I have the first of another team who is also terrible, but decided to rebuild without their first, which thank you. <laughs> uh, he sent me an offer of Deshaun Watson and Jerry Judy for his pick back. Hmm. And I said, no, like right away. First of all, I have gone out of my way, not to mention this Deshaun Watson's name for months but now we have an answer we have to talk about it um but the thing about that when someone wants to trade when you're tanking and someone wants to trade for their first back yeah. a extreme overpay is necessary 
because you know what they're trying to do. They're trying to beat you out for the one-on-one. Mm -hmm. But also, I'd have gotten Deshaun Watson and Jerry Judy. That adds points to my team, assuming I keep them by the start of the season. And that will make my pick worse. So he'll get the one-on-one, and I'll end up accidentally dropping myself to the 104, and I lose a lot in that little you know, that affects my rebuild. Let me put it that way. Besides the fact I just don't want Watson on my team. Okay, so I think we've seen how we feel about picks. I didn't do a list. I really, like, I want to find out where you slot Watson in, in after all of this, with all of this knowledge of what is going on. Because DTC has him as the QB8. And I want to see if we have him higher, lower, or where. I started pretty low at around 15 with Matt Stafford. So Stafford or Watson? Hmm. That's a, what is my team doing this year? I mean, if I'm competing, I don't want Watson. I'd rather have Stafford because that's 11 games of having Stafford this year. I think, I think for me, it's Stafford anyway. Stafford, I mean, look at the next three years. Who do I think is going to put up the next, the most points over the next three years? To me, it's Stafford easily. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Stafford also, but okay, so I'll skip Aaron Rodgers. Uh Justin Fields. <laughs> that's close. I'm probably that's very... Watson there. That's probably that's probably the line. When you asked how far down the list, Justin Fields was the first name that popped in my head. And then it was like Trevor Lawrence, like that uh, you know, that little group of quarterbacks where I don't know what I'm getting them from them this year. And next year's uh kind of a question mark. Deshaun Watson feels like more of a sure thing for next year. Uh than Justin Fields in this year fields could fields could be better for the first 11 games, I guess, but maybe not by much. Yeah. Yeah. The way I think about it is the only reason I would think to put Watson over fields is because, well, I mean, the answer to this, a lot of, again, with like with Lawrence and Lance and the players we'll get to them in a second, we've seen Watson be the QB one before. Of course, it was like three, four years ago at this point, but we've seen it. And he's only 26. But do we trust the Bears with what they've done in the past two seasons? Do you trust the Browns? More than the Bears. At least the Browns have put decent players around their quarterbacks. In the past yeah. like four years, Like they've done decently at keeping talent on the field. Bears literally did the opposite right now. Okay, so let's keep moving. Uh, so Trevor Lawrence, he said his name. Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson? It is so hard not to say Deshaun Jackson, by the way. <laughs> I, I think I'd still, I think I'd take Watson here. Um, pretty much the same argument versus Fields. It's, same. This one's close for me. I think I might lean Lawrence just a little bit, honestly, um, because to me it's, it's going to be kind of a toss-up. I mean, I think I do think Lawrence is going to progress. I think that you know, hopefully the Jaguars are going to put something around can't him. Be, can't be as bad last year, right? As they were no, and I mean, you know, without with, without Urban Meyer and with a you know with with some decent coaching, hopefully he takes the step forward. And I, I think they're going to get, give you about the same this year. So for me, give me the younger guy with you know more upside that I don't have to more have any moral issues with. Yeah. Okay, but okay, so this is the last one, and it's the same story. Trey Lance. Uh, I'm taking Trey. Uh, I'm taking Trey Lance. <laughs> uh, I'm in. <laughs> I want to see I, what he does. I, I'm not bought in on Trey Lance, but I think the upside's there, and it, so it's yeah. the same argument as with Lawrence. So, 
I think exactly. the upside's higher for Trey Lance. And if, I think if, I think I can expect I, I I'm sorry. I do expect more out of Trey Lance this year than Fields or Lawrence. And if if Trey Lance hits, his value is going to go up. He didn't spend he didn't spend last year on the field not producing like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> so like he yeah. still has that little bit of insurance in there. Um and if he hits, it's I think he's going to excel quickly. Like Trevor yeah. Lawrence is always going to be brought down a little bit by having such a bad rookie season. Like his ceiling will always be capped because of that now somewhat. Well, two, like give him two, three good years in a row and he'll, I mean, Peyton Manning was terrible his rookie year. He just also happened to be in the league for 20. So, you know, he okay. was able to He would have to be that. Peyton Manning to, to have his ceiling get uncapped, I guess we should say. Well, that's what we, yeah. that's, you know, that's what we're calling uh Lawrence, right? Like the next whatever. I mean, Bosch, you and I have had that conversation about insulation numerous times. And those are two guys to me that they can have another down year and their value won't change much. But it, but if they have good years, they go way up. So For sure. Okay, so let's get out of the second year guys. And I'm just going to list the four names now. Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, and Joe Burrow. Would you take Watson over any of them? Nope. Are you going to give the Jalen Hurts? You don't feel safe about his uh, situation. Yeah, Hurts is probably I the only guy face. I consider, right? Uh, he's the only one I consider. I still think it probably take Hurts, but I, but uh, he's the only one I'd consider. See, I would take Hurts, but that exactly what you're thinking. Like we pretty much put Watson back in the place he was. We, you know, there was always the competing versus non-competing, which of course I didn't think about. I just threw a bunch of names, you know, screenshot of the rankings on, but. The second we started talking about it, having to go away from the older guys who are just going to produce, I think QB8 is right. I think it's exactly where he needs to be at this point because the upside is there. Like, again, we've seen him be that QB1. And not to say he will walk in week 12 against the Texans and when he gets all of his guaranteed money for the contract and be what he was three years ago, but maybe the start of next season, since a lot of people have gone into acquiring Watson thinking he will just be gone for a year. So with that baked into his price of what you probably traded hit for him for, that was a terrible free sentence. Having him up at eight, it really isn't that bad of a call. All right. Well, that was QB. Next is running back, John, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the obvious, or uh, we're hitting the obvious preseason notes here. So we're going to look at that Washington backfield. I actually think the value is wrong, <laughs> straight up wrong in the calculator for both running backs. Uh, are we talking both or are you picking one? Brian Robinson comes in at 3.7. Antonio Gibson comes in at 17. I don't think, I don't think the uh, calculator is reflecting the value that people are putting on these players. Um, it might be right. The calculator might be right and everybody else might be wrong, but I, you know, like value is fluctuating and it fluctuated fast for these guys. I think they're both equal value now. Like I have seen both of them being traded in the same range. Uh, that's, that's impressive because I would still say Gibson's held a bit higher. Okay. So, I mean, I there don't think people holding on to Gibson. I don't think he's four he times would. higher. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's worth four times as much as Brian Robinson. At this Agreed. Point. Um, all right, so we're going to just uh, tackle this from the Antonio Gibson 17. 
right. a late 23 first comes in at 18. No. Either of you guys given a first for no, Robinson. No. Me. Wait, Gibson. Or I'm sorry, Gibson, Gibson, Gibson. Don't confuse me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving a first for Robinson either. Um, either of you guys given a first for Robinson? No. No. Okay. I, <laughs> just making sure. Just making sure. No, you no, give no. a first uh, if you got both of them? What's that? Would oh. you give a first if you got both of them? Nope. Um, that feels like a cop out, and then I'm just like begging for points this year. I might if I'm competing, <laughs> because then it, like right now. Because if right they now. committee them, you have to choose which one you're starting. I know, right. and I hate do it. Like I hate, and they it. will. Like he yeah. Rivera came out and said it's going to be a committee. I don't really want to have both running backs on. I hate owning both. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think if you take them both you're actually hoping that Robinson is the winner because that gives you yeah. the longer term play. Yeah. That's got and, the uh, value increase possible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I think I'd rather pay two seconds, pay a second for each one of them individually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's, yeah. would you, would you give your 2023 second for Gibson? Yeah. If would you probably, if, if my competing that. 23 second, yes. Would you late take? Second, would I would you take. You're talking a late 23 second, sure. Yeah. What would you yeah. take to trade away Gibson? Oh, I mean, I, me being me, I understand what his. The ceiling that we wanted for Gibson is absolutely just not there anymore. It's gone. So, I would pretty much start begging for an early second, but probably be willing to settle for mid. And if it goes late, I probably want something like give me like a Isaiah Pacheco or like one of these like big hyped low draft capital players on top of it. Kevin, what would you give away Gibson for? I don't, I don't even, yeah. I think he's just, if he's on, honestly, yeah, I, I, the second sounds right, but I, I think it probably takes, I probably just hold honestly, like, cause I'm not going to get an early second and I don't know that a late second helps me for now. So I don't know. I'd probably just hold him. He's probably just a guy that's going to be on my roster until he has absolutely no value anymore. And then, you know, which could be as soon as like four or five weeks from now. Correct. He's he, to me, he already feels like sunken cost. Keep him on the roster. Hope that he has a really good year and then see what happens. I think that's the, uh, that's probably the approach I'm taking. If I have him on my roster is uh, yeah, <laughs> look, I'm not getting much back for him. I, a late second doesn't really do me any good. Um, other than I can trade it next year versus probably, probably can't trade Gibson next year. Um, so yeah, I'll just take the points. Maybe I get, I can probably get a second for him at any point during the year. If he's producing at all, like if he's yeah. putting any points up, if I'm out of, if I'm out of it and I don't need his points, I can probably trade it, trade it, uh, trade him for, a second. And at that point, then I will just be like, all right, fine. Yeah, he puts up like nine points a game. He'll still get you yeah. a second during this. If season. he's healthy, he's on the field, and I'm not in the playoff mix, I'll ship him away at that point. <laughs> and then it is just give me any second. I don't care what I don't care what it is. I just want him off my roster because he's a running back and we'll be heading to the off season, the non-point scoring season. All, all right, right, the list. The list. Josh Jacobs, James Connor. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Antonio Gibson, and Damian Pierce. Interesting. That's yeah, I threw him in there because I was curious. I kind of hate all of these now. 
Nah, this is kind of a gross level of running back, but this is a level of running back that's affordable to go add. And for those of you who play like me and don't really start worrying about running back until, oh, about now and for the next three to four weeks to try and add running backs to your team, these are the guys that I will end up targeting for the year. One-year players. It's I, Running back is redraft for me in Dynasty. Yeah. Okay. I think... I think, wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. One, two. Yeah. Okay. I have my list and I don't like it. <laughs> Let's hear it. That means it's right, good. Well, I did. Okay. I'm just going to say it out loud. I don't really. I have James Conner first because. So do I. <laughs> I feel most confident about his workload this season. I yeah. feel most confident about him as a player this season. I was shocked I, when he came out on the top of my list. I really was trying to find a reason to put Josh Jacobs first, but I didn't and I couldn't. I mean, they got rid of, they dropped Kenyon Drake, I think, or cut him, whatever the word they cut him, I think. So yes, that does take one guy out. And maybe that means that they're turning Jacobs into a bit more of the pass catching role because Amir White Probably is a big not. dude, right? Um, Probably not. It's never so, going to happen there. Either. I mean, I still put him second because it's going to be a good offense and he'll have a role. I put CEH third because he's okay. And the offense has to be different this year. When you lose a player like Ty Tyreek Hill, you don't just put someone else in that position that he was playing and go. They're going to have to change something. And maybe that means throwing to the backs more often. And maybe that back is, is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. The ceiling, again, not what we thought it was, but it's the Chiefs offense. He'll be on the field. That's that's good for a second, and that that's what we're at, right? I have Antonio Gibson next for everything we've said before. I mean, it's, it's all the exact same thing. There's nothing new to say here. And I put Damian Pierce last just because we haven't seen it yet. I know there's the camp hype. I know he's walking into probably a very easy walk into volume, but that team's going to be bad. And I mean, you don't really want running backs on bad offenses. So, like, that's why I dropped him back. But the thing is, like, if you drafted him in a rookie draft, you got him in, like, the mid-second, his value could go up, and that would be great. But acquiring him now, you're going to have to pay more than that. And I, if I can pay the same price for all five of these players, I'm going to pay that price for someone I've seen do it already. I have the exact same list as Russ. Yes, that makes me feel smart because John is smart. <laughs> that makes me feel better. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I I do not have the same list. Um, I do have the same. I do have even the same better, top, right? Yeah, a little. Yeah, <laughs> I do have the same top two. To be honest with you, I mean Connor and Jacobs, and, and I probably could have flipped either one of them. I think Connor probably gets you two years on his team, whereas Jacobs is probably you know I don't I don't know if he'll be there after this year, and then who knows where he goes. So. Um, I actually had Pierce third. Um, I think because of the hype and the fact that there's nothing else in Houston that will resemble a decent enough running back to to really push him um, away from getting carries. Um, I, I think that he's got the best opportunity to become a number one back out of basically all of these guys, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I think, he, you know, Connor will be this year. But if Pierce comes out and has a hell of a season, he, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be what we wanted Antonio Gibson to be or what Antonio Gibson <laughs> was after his first year. 
And then you've got two years before he falls off and ends back up into this list, right? Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is after that for me because I think all your points are are very valid, Russ. I just I don't know. There, there's a lot of a lot of new pieces in that offense, so yeah, it might be him, but it might be other other people as well. Um, and I had Gibson last just because, uh, yeah, I don't know. He didn't. He could very well lose the job by week four, like you said, Bosch. <laughs> And that's that's scary. So, I, I think uh, of this list, Damian Pierce is the only one that has a chance to really increase in value. Agreed. And it's really just age at this point. Yeah, and yeah. I mean all the rest of this list, like this is their this is their peak. You're you're hoping for level set, it, it, if you can. Like if I if I invest a second, and I want to get out at some point, maybe I can get a second back. But once you put that into any of these players, you're pretty much just for me. I'm just paying for this year's production and I'm, I'm hoping that I get my seconds worth out of it. I don't expect a lot out of a second round pick. Um, one year of a starting running back would make me pretty happy. So I, I don't expect to get anything more. I don't know what any of these guys have to offer beyond this year. Yep. Um, Pierce is really the only one in your right. It's just because of age. All right. So quick question. Where would you slot Brian Robinson in? <laughs> Below Pierce. Uh, yeah, I'd have him right above Gibson on my list. So you are, you are Robinson above Gibson at this point, huh, Kevin? I, I, like I said, I guess so. I just, I, I mean, if you have, if you, like I said, like we talked about, if, if you have Gibson on your roster, he's to me, he's there until he is gone <laughs> forever. Um, and then, you know, you've got some upside there, you know, so with, but so, you yeah. have Gibson. You have Gibson on a team, and somebody offers you Brian Robinson one for one. You sticking with Gibson, or are you going to take that shot? Then I uh, probably i I think you could get it. I think you could shop it around and probably get better than that. Uh, honestly, because someone someone out there in the league is going to value Gibson more than than just Brian Robinson. Probably the person with Gibson on their roster already. Most likely, most likely, unfortunately. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, yeah, I would have him basically. Uh, I would just that f- that fifth the. Ah, uh, uh, I might. I'll probably put him above. I don't know. It's really close to Gibson. If you offer me Brian Robinson for Gibson right now, I might. I'd probably take it because Honestly, of the way I treat. Because of what? Just go with the youth. I was asking. Yeah, just because that's how I treat running backs. Like once yeah, you've been I- once you've been in the league for a couple of years, like yeah. I'm, the league's done with you. I'm probably done with you too. So, give me the guy that has a couple more years left. If I shot, oh wait, they're, they're actually the same it. age. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I do think Robinson and Gibson are like the same age, aren't they? Uh, Gibson is 23, and Robinson is also 23. So they are the same age right now. Uh, I did not look up the months, but uh, obviously. Time in the league makes it makes a difference as well. I mean, it's contract on your team too, right? Like when, when it comes to running backs, as long as you're as long as you're under you know twenty six, twenty seven, if you've got contract years left, then you know you're, you're in a better spot than someone that doesn't. Yeah. So, alrighty, that's uh that's it for running backs, Kevin. What do you got for us? All right, I don't think I went as obvious, um, although still still relatively obvious for me. Uh, so not Romeo get... Dobbs? Ha! 
It is actually the other Green Bay wide receiver. <laughs> Sammy Watkins? Uh, Alan Sammy. Lazard. I'm curious oh. what you guys think about Alan Lazard right now. Alan Lazard. Why would I want Sammy Watkins back up? Because <laughs> week two let will me, happen. Let me, let me have it. Week two Just, will happen. Hey, I, I, yes. I, I actually think Kevin's a big Sammy fan too. Uh, I, I used to be. Yeah, 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 I, I, so, I mean, Bosch, it's hard for me to pick any wide receiver uh, that I'm a fan of since I just rotate through the bottom of the barrel as often as I can. Which is why Sammy was on teams. I actually uh, cut John Brown on a roster today. Oh, my God. I still I have, have one. Had one John Brown and one John Ross. I still have them. Nice. Yikes. <laughs> um, all right. So Alan Lazard comes in on the calculator at a 4.8 value, which uh, there's not really any pick equivalent in 2023 unless you were going to give three thirds because the 2000, uh, you know, the, a second is way higher than him. You'd, you'd have to give him and a third or something along those lines. If you're still doing 2022 drafts, it's the 208 is, is the relative value if that helps you. Um, but we'll stick with the three thirds since some people amass thirds and and, and rotate them. Bosh, anything for a three for three thirds for Alan Lazard? Uh, I think that would be a great investment of three thirds. I would love to get Alan Lazard for three thirds. Uh, he's a player that in season I, I think he's worth a second. Like when somebody comes calling for a wide receiver, if they have injuries or something like that, you're not giving away a guy for a third. Now I might say if they offer me, the offer is going to come in. A, a third or two thirds or a third and a fourth or yep. all the picks below a second. Somebody's whole draft below a second for Alan Lazard. My immediate response is going to be, how about Alan Lazard and all my crappy worthless picks for your second? Like that's what it's going to be. Alan Lazard is, is the exact player uh, that you use in season to move from a third to a second. So I'd rather have Alan Lazard right now because I do think I can pull that move off in season. So I did just look it up because I was very curious. Alan Lazard and a third for a second. Alan Lazard and a third is 6.4 and the second is still nine. So, I mean, even adding a second third is not enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it, it, he's only worth it in season yeah. when somebody needs something. That's the only reason he, you could ever expect to get a second. If I can send an not infinite, but indiscriminate amount of thirds to get Alan Lazard, I will do it because the upside in points and the upside in value gained is absolutely there because we have no idea what's going on with those wide receivers, but we've seen Lazard be decent in the NFL. I don't think I would send a second to do Lazard and a third right now because giving up the second just seems like too much. You can do so many better things with that second at this point. So that I would rather I go do, spend my if, second on Josh Jacobs, James Conner. <laughs> yeah, Edwards, exactly. Like the like, players we just talked about. They're so, all going to go yeah. in my flex spot. None of yeah. these guys a bunch are of thirds I would gladly send for someone like Lazard, but I wouldn't do anything with a second for Lazard plus, unless we're talking overpaying like Lazard and a player worth around a second instead of like Lazard and a third. If you give me two Lazard-esque players and my second I, I think is going to be late and I need and I want the depth because you don't always need I'm terrible with depth because that makes me make decisions when I set my lineups and I'm terrible at making decisions so I like starters and nothing else and I'll figure it out if someone gets hurt but I think that is the only way I would think about giving up a second if my 
you know, if my team is good and I can get two players that at some point I can fit into a injured spot or a bye week replacement, I might do it. The second is clear, where Russ. the cutoff. The yeah. second is where the cutoff is for for this group on what picks are valuable in the future. Anything below a second, it's all the same. And yeah. and, and to be clear, Russ, the Alan Lazard and all of the list of players that I'm going to go through are starters on my teams. So just you know, I don't, <laughs> well, we know. I, we'll I, know I don't want to find them so as you know. Alan Lazard is going to he'll be on he'll be on starting rosters on a lot of teams. If you play nine or ten in your starting lineup. He will likely Alan be Lazard. a top 36 wide receiver. I mean, it's an easy box to check. All right, so what's the list? Let's All right, so it. here's the list. Obviously, you got to put Dubs on there, Romeo Dubs. Um, you've got Robert Woods. We've got Tyler Boyd. Oh, my God. I feel Jalen Tolbert and Jarvis Landry. Wow. Hmm. Is Woods healthy yet? Have we, like, I haven't been paying nearly enough attention to preseason. Is he? playing uh i think he's playing i think he's practicing we'll confirm that though all right i can go uh dobbs is my first one like i there is uh some quarterbacks where what they say does matter because they seem to hold grudges or they pick favorites yeah Um, he's one of them aaron Rodgers is one of them if he doesn't like you doesn't matter how what you're doing on the team but if he does like you, you're going to get opportunity. Aaron Rodgers basically came out and said he likes him. I mean, there's there's no other way around it. He seems to have chosen Dobbs. So, yeah, Dobbs is uh, number one on my list because if Aaron Rodgers likes him, he's going to be throwing to him. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a bad quarterback. So there, there's going to be plenty of opportunity. Okay. So I'll take Dobbs. Um I'm going to put Boyd as my number two. Uh, that's still an offense that can feed plenty of receivers. And there is always the risk that, uh, you know, if something, God forbid, happens to Jamar Chase or T. Higgins, please don't let anything happen to either of them. Uh, but if something were to happen, Tyler Boyd then immediately takes a massive jump up in productivity. Number three, this is where, like, this is where it's a different tier for me. Um, I'm going to go Tolbert because of the youth and that's it. <laughs> I'll go Lazard at four woods at five and Landry is six. Oh, this was rough. So I put dubs first for the same reason, everything you just said. Plus I will always give extra just brownie points to any player that J Mike you know touts and he was a big romeo dubs fan and that dude's smart and better at me than me than at fantasy football so you know first j mike likes him then aaron Rodgers likes him that's all i'm saying you know that was the order of which it happened uh i put jalen tolbert next and the only reason i did that besides youth is he's the wide receiver too because of injury on a good offense so i think even if you don't believe in the player or if you believe that when Gallup comes back, Tolbert goes away, you should be able to get a little bit of an increase in his value when he plays and starts scoring some points. Alan Lazard next because he has the highest ceiling of the rest of them, and that's really all it is. I think he may have a lower floor than a bunch of them, but his ceiling is there, and we he's been good, Lazard. Tyler Boyd next because I think when 
I like the fact that Uzuma is gone for Tyler Boyd and all they got was, what was it, Hayden Hurst, I think, who I don't care about. So I love if they just start coming out in three wide and Tyler Boyd actually gets that underneath stuff that was going to the tight end. But it will take Chase or Higgins, I don't even want to say the words out loud, for Boyd to get a good, dependable target share. So that's why I put him down. Robert Woods, it's age and worry about health, but I really think he will be a possession receiver for them because they don't have anyone else to throw to that we know of what they're going to do in the league. Okay. You can't, you keep we're not talking bad about Traylon Burks. I love Traylon <laughs> yeah. Burks, but I think he's going to be just fine. I, I also do, but we don't know. I have Traylon Burks well above Robert Woods. Like I, I, you it's know, they traded the away AJ so Brown to get who matter. they hope is AJ Brown. And I get it. And then I have Jarvis Landry last because age again and new team and Michael Thomas probably coming back. I, I mean, who knows with that guy, but if Michael Thomas doesn't come back, I probably would have jumped Landry above Boyd because he can just be the guy who catches the low eight up balls and probably one of the better red zone guys for this. Yes. Saints almost said the wrong word. Uh, so, but the, I have Landry last, but I still really like Landry because I'm just a fan of him as a player. What do you got, Kevin? So I, I have the dubs first as well. Um, and Tolbert second, just because I think there's upside in youth for both of them. Um, Lazard's third for me because I think Rogers, Aaron Rodgers also likes him. So obviously there's going to be value there. You know, you could throw to both of them consistently every game and they could both have very, very good seasons. Yeah, it's going to be very different without a player getting 30% of their target share. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, the, the remaining three, honestly, I had it Woods, Boyd, and Landry, but I, you could you guys could convince me either way that Boyd should be the head of the list. It doesn't matter to me. They're all guys that are, I think woods for the next year for this year probably has the most uh, potential points just because Burks being a rookie and they're going to throw to someone. Um, he's been a consistent starter. He's going to, he is going to play week one. It seems like. So I just think that he's got more upside for this year. Um, you know, Boyd's probably, if you want me to, Tell if you want to tell me I have to have one of these guys on my roster for multiple years, then maybe Boyd's the guy because maybe he goes somewhere or does something or you know, I who knows. Um, and Landry again, consistent player, I think he'll be fine this year, but not as fine as the others, and he's getting older, so yeah. I, ugh, I just hard, I have a hard time to choose from. I, I have a hard time distinguishing between those three, and luckily for me, I'll probably start all of them on my roster. Yeah, you'll be starting all of them, so you don't have to make the choice. It's great. All right, well, this wraps up another episode of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Kevin Cotillo, very less creative than John Bosch FF, is just at Kevin Cotillo because – we keep him around Look, because he's fine. in this industry. That's actually more creative because so many people went with the FF. So I decided to be a little different. Burn. All right. Oh, well, that's been another day of trading with Florida dynasty, wall street, ring the bell. We're out of here.